Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, your mama and me RD. I'm a registered dietitian and mama of two. I specialize in nutrition and feeding for infants and toddlers. Welcome to Nutrition for Littles, a podcast dedicated to helping you raise healthy, confident, and intuitive eaters. Nutrition is kind of my thing, and I love sharing it, but honestly, the 30 seconds Instagram gave me on my stories just wasn't cutting it anymore. Join me each week as we go deeper and tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby-led weaning, and fostering a healthy relationship with food, and so much more. I'll try to be short, but I plan on answering your actual real-life questions using your examples. I will walk you through actionable strategies to help you protect and preserve your child's innate ability to listen to their bodies and eat intuitively. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hey, 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 mama. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode, but here's the thing. I am talking all about baby sign language on a podcast. Sign language podcast. Sign language podcast. Like, I can't get over the fact that I'm trying to tackle this on an audio format, (laughs) but I'm going to try to do my best. So here's the thing. I am not a sign language expert, but I am going to share with you a mom to mom what I have taught my kids and how I think it can be really helpful. So stick around if you want to learn from me about sign language. And I'm also going to point you in the direction of some actual experts out there that you can go hang out with and um, learn more official standards for. But I'm going to tell you what worked in my house and what worked in my family and what didn't and why I think it's an excellent way to communicate. Now, here's the thing. I actually, just before recording this, just got off a live Instagram TV um, that I did with my girl, Katie, over at Talking with Katie on Instagram. And we went into sign language and why it's important. And she did a little tutorial on how to teach this. So if you want to check that video out, it's on my Instagram at mama.and.me underscore rd. Um, And it's really great because not only do we talk about sign language, we also just talk about communication at the table. So sign language can be an amazing tool, communication tool to teach our little ones as early as six months of age. So if you're a mom, then you know communication is probably the number one hotspot or the number one reason our little ones get frustrated. And that frustration often leads to a tantrum. And a lot of times this happens around the table because they're hungry. They're hangry. They are trying to tell us what they want. We don't know what they want. All these things sort of come up around the table, especially now, of course, it happens everywhere and tantrums are super normal and actually important for development. So just keep that in mind. But If we can give our little ones a way to communicate with us earlier than necessarily their verbal skills kind of pick up, then we will save ourselves a ton of headaches because here's the deal. Communication is 
key to feeling heard and getting your needs met. And in order for our little ones to do that, they need to be able to communicate effectively with us. And it's not normal for a child younger than 12 months of age to be speaking, especially in sentences. So I want to say, and again, don't quote me on this, I am not an SLP like my girl Katie is, but typically one-year-olds only have like one to three words that they say regularly. That's an average. So what we want to do is start with sign language around six months of age. For my little ones, they truly did not catch on or start repeating those signs back to me until around nine months of age. Now, I want to address something right here at the top of the episode because I know a lot of parents will say, well, I heard that sign language can impede their verbal development later. This is 100% not true. So I'm not sure actually where this originated, but I have heard it myself that sign language actually delays their speech development. And Katie confirmed with us on the IGTV, and I've heard this from several SLPs that I work with, that this is not actually the case. This is not shown to be true in research. So actually teaching them ways to communicate early can actually help with their later development of speech um, and language. So just putting that out there for any of you right now wondering that question. Okay, so you start doing it around six months. And the best way that I have found to teach your little one sign language is to say it with me, model the behavior. (laughs) This is true of so many things inside of our home with picky eating, but also communication. We model the behavior. We use the signs when we say the words. We connect the Um, physical language or the sign language with the actual verbal language. So they connect the two. Then we followed up with swift action. So they really, really get that link. So if we say, do you want water? And we sign the sign for water, which is the number three held up and kind of perpendicular hitting the side of your uh, lips or chin. That is the sign for water. If you say that and then you give them water immediately, they start to kind of make that connection over time that that signal or sign means water. So this is what I did with my kids. Right around six months of age, I started using basic signs. Now I being the uh, novice that I am, truly. Um, I started with one sign at a time. I started with more. More is using basically keeping all your uh, pads of your fingers and connecting it with your thumb, your pad of your thumb. So you're kind of like almost like a little, um, (laughs) this is really hard to do over audio, you guys, almost like a uh, puppet. Like if you were having a puppet talk, you put both your hands that way and then you connect all 10 fingers right in the middle, back and forth, tapping them uh, gently. You can also check out our Instagram TV. We model more for you as well there. But here's the thing. What I learned today with Katie is that when you teach your little one more, and that's the only sign they have, sometimes they use it because they like to be able to communicate with us without, without actually meaning more. So what she recommends, which I absolutely love, is you do two signs at a time. You teach your little ones two signs around the same age, but they are in direct opposition of each other. So you might teach them more and all done. Or she gave the example of water and milk. So you're asking for two different things. They get to choose um, eat or water or something like that. So you're teaching them two different ways to communicate at one time, which I think is really helpful information. And I could have used it because now my daughter is an expert at more and all done is kind of like on the back burner. (laughs) She's still figuring it out. So I thought this was um, an excellent like little tip for us from my um, SLP friend. So 
The best signs to start with, so we already went over water, more all done is you take two hands and you kind of just shake them back and forth, palms facing out, all done, then eat. And this is using that same like sock puppet um, hand motion of the pads, your fingers all connecting with your thumb and just tapping your lips back and forth um, out and in. So that is the signal for eat. So when they want to eat, you can ask them, do you want to eat? And when you say the word eat, you do the sign at the exact same time. The other one um, that she recommends starting with and that I teach my kids as well is milk. And this is kind of just squeezing your hand together, almost like you're milking a cow. Um, That's an excellent one to start with as well, because obviously our little ones are drinking milk, whether it's breast milk or whole milk. Um, So those are some excellent ones to start with. And then there's, of course, like please and mama and thank you and all those sorts of things. So you can get into the nitty gritty with someone else. I'm not going to teach those here. But those are the ones that I have taught my kids. I have not taught my daughter water yet. So that's the next one we're going to work on. What's important here is that it's communication. It doesn't have to be perfect. They are not going to like win any competitions for speaking fluently sign language. But what you want to do is just create it um, enough that you guys can understand each other and communicate back and forth. So this is the goal. So even if it's not perfect, like my daughter, instead of saying more uh, the correct way, she would clap her hands. And this is the way that she communicated more to me for a while until she got better um, at doing the actual sign language. So you want to start there and then move on to your next set of signs that you teach them. Okay, so outside of modeling the behavior for my kids every time I said the word, I was just really consistent with, again, modeling the behavior and following swiftly with the action. And then once my little ones got closer to eight, nine months of age, I started to gently lead them by holding my hands over their wrists or their hands to show them what the signs look like if they're doing them themselves. Now, an excellent point that Katie pointed out and that I've heard before is to not let them get frustrated. Remember, we don't want a negative experience around this. And really, it is not so important that we communicate this or teach them how to do the sign. So much more important than having a positive mealtime experience or just connection with our kids. So as long as they tolerate it, go ahead and you can gently put your hands over theirs and show them how to perform the sign um, accurately or at least accurately enough for you to understand. Um, And again, this will, what I did with my son and my daughter as well, is I would perform the sign. I would hold onto their hands, make them perform the sign or help them, guide them. And then I would perform the sign again. And then I would follow through with giving them whatever was they were asking for. Now, when you're consistent with this over, you know, probably two to three days around nine months, usually they catch on. Now, every family is going to be different with how consistent you can be and how regular you you can be, like every time they want more blueberries to do the more sign, or if you're just doing it like one time per meal. So it's going to depend on how consistent you are with doing these signs with your little ones, um, with how quickly they pick it up. Now, I'm going to give you my best tips for who to follow on Instagram to learn more about this. So of course, I've already told you about my friend Katie, who is at Talking with Katie on Instagram. Um, You can definitely follow her. She actually has a signing boot camp that she runs. I'm pretty sure her link is in her bio still. I'm not sure if it's open or not, or just the wait list, but I am sure that would be worth the money if that's something that you would like to be interested or that you would be interested in learning more about. 
The other account that I follow on Instagram that I find super helpful is Sign and Grow. Um, it's Sign and then instead of and, it's just an N, Sign and Grow on Instagram. I'll link them both below um, in teaching you some sign language specifically for your baby in communication if you're interested in learning more. But I just want to share with you how effective it can be, how I taught my little ones. Um, they did not get super frustrated with me putting my hands over them. So I was just very gentle with them. Um, but you can continue really just modeling that behavior if they do get frustrated. Back off, don't put your hands on them and just continue to show them and eventually they will model you. This is something amazing about kids that they have these mirror neurons. They want to act just like us. They look up to us. We're their only sense of inspiration typically at these young ages. So they are going to pick it up if we give them the time that it takes to learn. So anyways, enough about that. I hope that you follow my friends down below to learn more if you're interested. And I hope this episode was helpful for you. See you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring some peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your hashtag mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review. You can find more from me on my Instagram at mama and me rd. That's mama dot and dot me underscore rd. And please feel free to send me any questions or comments you may have. Email me at alyssa at mama and me rd dot com. Until next week, mamas. <laughs>